Welcome, I'm John Lynch and I'm the host of The Discarded Compass, the podcast for the seasoned seeker. If this resonates, please subscribe to us for future episodes. So without further ado, sit back, relax and join me and my guest as we deep dive into the mystery of spiritual enlightenment. My name is John Lynch and who we have today is Kenneth Madden from Galway. Kenneth is a non-dual teacher, he'd probably say apparently. Well, I'd say, I'd say I'm not a teacher, that's the first thing I'd say. I was waiting for it, I don't know, I don't know what it is to say. <laughs> <laughs> Straight into it, and he's got a website apparently. I can, I can never let that one go by without jumping in. <laughs> KennethMadden.net, <laughs> what an introduction, how are you? I'm good, yeah. Good. Kenneth? Yeah, it's nice, it's nice to see you, I haven't seen you in a number of years. Last time was in, I think it was in Meath, wasn't it? The Bective Centre. Oh, yeah, we were supposed to, I suppose, see in Galway, but it never happened. So I think it was Meath, yeah, that's what it was, yeah. I saw you that day and it was just clear and obvious there was nobody here. Yeah. It's quite, it's quite something else when it's seen. When did you actually get that clarity as such? Well, the first thing I always say is that nothing happened. That's the first thing really to, to note is that it's not a happening. So... Uh, the communication here is not about something that happens to somebody. And that's very hard for the person. It's impossible for the person, really, because they live in a world where they feel like a separate person and things happen to them. So um, what, what, what happened is an appearance. It, it's, uh, it's something appeared to happen. And, and essentially, the nub of what I'm sharing or what's being shared is that there is no separate person. Um, there is no separate individual person and actually there never has been and that can be seen by nobody um when that's seen it's not there's no sequence of events that brings that about so the story for kenneth was that uh, a friend recommended um a friend recommended a, a meditation weekend for me um, that she had been on or been on something similar. And it was a really good friend of mine who were really just uh, really trusted and uh, really enjoyed. And I just, it was coming at a point, I think I was finishing doing a master's or something. And it just came at a point, I was like, yeah, that sounds great. So I had no kind of idea what I was doing, which is interesting. I had no kind of expectation or idea really. And then on the second day, everything was just seen as it was. Everything was just seen, and it was actually in, in the kingdom down your way, John. So I was, I was, I'm sorry, I lie, I'll be killed. It was in Beira. <laughs> it was below ye, better again. And uh, I, I looked across at some hills. Maybe it was the kingdom I looked across at, <laughs> and the hills suddenly, uh, literally, it was, it was everything just was, and it was the same as I was always seen it before, exact same, except it wasn't the same at all. Everything was new, you could say. It, totally indescribable. And so that, that's as close as I could come, really, to talk. It's indescribable. But logically, then, Kenneth would have thought that it was something to do with the meditation because this was bigger than any experience I'd ever had. It was just absolutely mind-blowing. Um, and so it was, it was undeniable. It was just there was something different than the normal perception and what was it? That's the question then. What was it and how can I? I suppose it's kind of like how can I have it or integrate it or whatever. So then I would say the kind of interest, I was I was launched into spirituality really in a very 
real way because it was on the back of this boom kind of thing. But from the very beginning, I very much felt I was doing a lot of meditation, but I very much felt from the very, very beginning, who's meditating and where is there to get to? Because what I had seen was there was only it's only just this, like whatever is appearing to happen is just unknowable, indescribable. And, you know, it was just that's it. It's whatever appears to happen. So how could I approach it? How could I get where I already am, if you want to put it that way? I remember thinking about it that way. I'm sure if it's only this, how can I get, how can I do something to get here? And there was all these questions going around. So I suppose to sum up the story is for about a year, year-ish, I, 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 I listened to everybody. I read tons and tons of books. I went to spiritual groups. Uh, some of it was kind of interesting and inspiring for a while, uh, but none of it really kind of lasted. Um and then I heard uh, I heard Tony Parsons, The Open Secret, and that's when it, what apparently happened that time, it, it completely echoed that. And I, I saw it was the first communication I'd heard that was describing it in a way that resonated. And really, to put it simply, the description was that nothing happened to Kenneth, is that Kenneth fell away and that Kenneth was never real to begin with. And then that just totally resonated here. And that it was, it was, it was just, that was, it was the beginning of the end, really. Kenneth didn't last much longer after that. Um, and so essentially in that then was born at the same time was, was came out of that was a, a total passion for talking about this, a communication. And that's going back probably 12 years, maybe or in around that. Essentially what's the communication is, is that is a sharing, a suggestion that there's actually only energy. There's only what appears to happen, which is everything being nothing. And it's actually unknowable. And there's no you in it. So that sense you have a feeling like a separate person, a you, uh, is, is artificial. That's just shared without agenda, without anything. And it just resonates. And it's heard as, as it's heard. Um, so I suppose the long answer to your question, John, it, it, it has to always, from my point of view, come back to nothing actually happened to Kenneth. It was it was seen that by nobody that Kenneth was a story and there was never an, a separate individual Kenneth. So uh, it happened to happen with meditation, which is almost kind of cruel in a way, because the meditation didn't make it happen. And that's the part that people can't get their heads around at all. They have to, especially people who are into meditation, they feel, well, it had to have been the meditation. It wasn't to do, nothing Nothing that um, appears to kind of precede it has any any uh, any relevance to it because it's actually already the case that there's only just nothing and everything. There's a lot in that, Kenneth. Even straight away, I'm thinking, when you're meditating, is that there's med- different versions of meditating. You could be meditating to something, but a meditative inquiry, self-inquiry is totally different to a standard meditation, if you could say. Well, you see, this is where this gets controversial and radical from what I'm saying. I wasn't meditating. I wasn't doing anything. It just happened that there was um, an openness to something. And this era, and it just so happened that that sense of Kenneth just collapsed. And in, in these, it, it apparently collapsed because it's not even real to collapse. But then it's, it's, an, it's an energy. It's like a contracted energy. And then 
it, it almost always seems to nearly come back, but it's never the same again. So you have a kind of character then going, what the what, what just happened there? But uh, And then that's where I suppose it's at the, that point where a lot of teachers then come in and they will speak to you and tell you what happened. And they will tell you that you glimpsed wholeness, you glimpsed oneness, you glimpsed unconditional love, whatever words they use. And this is what you need to do to get back there. And that's very seductive. That's very, very logical uh, and linear. And to the mind, that's brilliant. Give me that stuff. I want that. What What's shared here is um, there is there never was a separate person. There's already not a separate person. And any glimpse like that, it didn't happen for you. It was just a, an ap- apparent absence, which you're always not there. And it's it's uh, it had nothing. It's nothing to do with the person you think you are, or your sense of having control and and being able to bring something about. Like you're saying, it's like most people would get the cart before the horse. They want to get enlightenment. When what you're talking about, what I'm hearing is sort of like a netty netty. Well, it is netty netty, isn't it? It's not this, not this, not this. And then you're left with your natural state, as you would say. Yeah, it's, it's not even an approach. It, it can't be from this, from from this, in, as regards this communication, it's, it's inapproachable because to approach it means it's already different or it's other. So it's not other. There's already just energy. There's already just nothing being everything and everything being nothing. And there's already... That sense that you have, that you're there, that there's life and there's you with your life, that's that's artificial. So you're already not there. So any communication that speaks to you about doing a process so that something can fall away will only feed the sense of you that's there. That's the cruel thing about this. So this, what's shared here is that um, it's just a a suggestion that's shared and it resonates because I'm, I'm actually not speaking to anybody. That's the powerful thing about it. It's unconditional love. It's boundlessness. There's a, a boundless energy from it. And and it's, it can totally resonate that there's literally already only what's appearing to happen. And that's it. That's nothing being everything. Uh, and, and uh and yeah, that's it. Like that's it's uh, it, it. And then the others, the flip side of that is that 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 is extremely confronting to the person because the person wants the neti neti. It wants the meditation. It wants the mindful awareness. It wants give me something to do. <laughs> it is beguiling to the person that there's. It's not, and it's not that there's nothing you can do. Um, or there's something you can do. It's that there's no you to do or not do anything already. There's already just energy. It is fairly radical, yeah. Yeah, it's stunning. It's absolutely amazing. And it's it's what's amazing about it now is I think we spoke, I think we met John about eight years ago or seven years ago, was it, in, in Mead. Um, and it's definitely in the last few years, this is resonating all over the place. This is really resonating now. Interestingly, I'm hearing from way more people now who just, boom, they're just like, oh, my God. I it just totally see what you're saying. They don't see what you're saying, but it's totally seen. It's amazing, yeah. That's amazing. They did say that the Eastern teachings would reach the West and all this sort of a thing. And, you know, I know you're not into that, but why is there such an explosive apparent awakening for people? 
Um, it's just like all there is is energy, actually. Like science will tell you this anyway. This is science 101 is all there is is energy. You know, I mean, it's just any that's all there is is energy. We feel like that we are separate people in a world and we have a life. So there's life and my life. And all of that is a total dream. Um, and the real, the solid reality of the world that we are so accustomed to is being kind of shook in all sorts of ways and all sorts of kind of power structures are very much the foundations are, are are kind of crumbling and the traditional view of unquestioned following of authority, all of this, it's all on shaky ground and energetically in the, in what's apparently happening in the world, there's an openness to different things. Basically that's the way I'd say it. But again, I'm afraid it's nothing to do really with, I mean, Eastern religions and all of that, uh, although they might, I think especially coming from maybe a Roman Catholic background, uh, they seem more liberating and freeing and uh, less dogmatic and probably are in a lot of ways. But this, what's what's been suggested here is beyond any religion or is nothing to do with any religion or spirituality, actually. It's complete poverty. It's no, when this is seen, there's no... um, it's not about believing anything or knowing anything. And there's uh, a complete in loveness with what's appearing to happen. And it's very obvious there are no separate people anywhere and there never have been. And it's very ordinary. It can't be described. I can't describe it and nobody can describe it, but it's it's extremely ordinary. Do you know what you are? Uh, I don't know anything actually. That was the when you when you fall away, uh, the sense of knowing apparently fall away. The sense of knowing falls away with it because the sense of knowing is absolutely the person living in a looped, a closed loop of knowing. So actually, here all there is is just what appears to be happening. Literally, just what appears to be happening. Now it's voice, head a sensation of headphones, a sensation of sitting you know, whatever visually is coming in. And that's all there is there or anywhere else for anybody else. But it's very obvious that other, that people report themselves, experience themselves to feel separate. Uh, and and if if I was to give that example, if I was to give that example again, it would be that I, I have headphones on, I'm sitting on a chair, mm. I'm talking and whatever else examples I gave. And um, what's been suggested is that all of that is an addition, an artificial addition. So whatever is pouring through the senses, so sound is pouring through, the person feels that I'm hearing, I'm hearing the sound. Uh, they feel that, that I'm speaking and I'm sitting on the chair. So there's this real lived sensation of feeling like a separate person. It's very, it's not an idea. It's a really lived feeling of feeling separate. Um, and the suggestion is uh, you're not there. <laughs> you're not there. You never have been. So like you are continually adding yourself to everything. I, I'm hearing, I'm seeing. But that day in, in Meath, you were talking. I can still see you. Actually, I have a snapshot. Hmm. And I know I can see you laughing in the front row at you, yeah. <laughs> and I was like, and suddenly, I don't know, did you, it was like... I saw you laughing. I, I can see when, it, you can kind of see when it's resonating. You can quite, especially when there's laughter, it can kind of be explosive. Just this energy, energetic kind of uh, explosive kind of resonance with it. It's lovely, actually, yeah. 
it is quite something because it, nothing happened. Nothing happened. No, 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 no. Absolutely nothing happens. And that's the mad thing. It's, it's like because nothing happens because what you are looking for actually as a separate person is already just what appears to be. It's already just this. It's already simply whatever appears to be happening. So the person feels, lives as though, uh, or maybe might hear what's being said here and thinks, oh, I wonder if that could happen to me. And they think, they turn it into something that they wait to happen to them. And it's actually already the case that there's already no, it's just literally nothing happens. (laughs) And it's, look, relatively, you know, I think it's, a lot of people suffer from heavy sense of me it's like it convinces you you're it kind of thing they suffer like over something small like they'd suffer all day um mm. and there is a relief as such from that isn't there oh, it's enormous relief it's it's it all, like most of the neurosis of being a person just completely goes the vast majority of it it's just it's not describable at all it, it, it's it's total boundless freedom for nobody and in total in loveness with what is, there's just what is then. Actually, the surprising thing about it is what is, it's far beyond any idea you could have of it. Any concept you could have of what's being shared here is total nonsense. Uh, let's call it liberation. So so that liberation, no, no idea can come close. And yet it's paradoxically, it's totally ordinary. Yeah. And then... It's everything is new and everything is unknowable and there's a living in the unknown and anything that arises is it. So as opposed to feeling like a person. So if a shitty feeling arises, that's obviously just what's appearing to happen. If pain arises, that's what's appearing to happen. If a shitty situation seems to happen, that's what's appearing to happen. And it's just seen that it's totally whole and complete. It can't be any different. So that kind of neurotic um compulsive pushing away of discomfort and pulling in comfort collapses because that's all a part of uh being a person and that's the agitation it's a constant agitation being a person whether it's recognized or not and for some it's more more agitation uh in that once there's that sense that there's a world and me there's a question something's missing in that and that you can't put your finger on so therefore you go to gurus and teachers and try and make millions of euros and do whatever, try and climb the ladder, the corporate ladder, get the big job, get the big house. And then, you know, boom, you just, you get there and you realize there was nowhere to get to. And you're wondering why you felt so empty or you feel so empty because there is nowhere to get to. And, and all of that is inviting. All of that is the invitation. See that there's no you, there's no separate you and there never has been. It's a total story. There's just literally what's appeared to happen. Even driving down in the car from Cork today, it was just indescribable trying to convey anything about about it. Like everything, everything actually is indescribable. But it, the difficulty is that when you feel you're a person, it's very describable. Because it's just ordinary. What the fuck are you talking about? It's indescribable. It's <laughs> just too baldy baldy middle-aged bastards talking shite on, on, on the Zoom. Like, what? what's so special about this? You know what I mean? Steady on, steady uh, Or whatever's happening. You know what I mean? It's, it's, it's driving down. From, what's special Joking. about driving from Cork to Limerick? I've driven that road tw- millions of times. There's nothing special about it. Yeah. 
You know what I mean? Because that's the whole sense of the person is they're living in the real because they feel real. It's a really embodied sense of being real and everything is real to them. They're actually not seeing life as it actually is at all. It's from a subject object re- uh, reality. And that's that reality is. That's really interesting. They're not seeing it for what it is. That That's like, and what comes to my mind are scientists, like they're definitely not seeing it for the way it is. Yeah, they're me- they're measuring. That's what they're doing. Yeah, some of it's quite interesting. They're just out with their measuring tapes, and it's it's um, it's. It, I, I find it a lot of it very very interesting, but it doesn't mean anything. That's the other thing, actually. That that's one of the things we didn't kind of touch on. Uh, when you feel like a person, life is imbued with meaning. Uh, it has a meaning. You you have a life. You're going somewhere. You're at some stage of your life. Everything kind of means something, and actually. When you're when it's seen, you're no longer there by nobody, or you no longer feel there. The meaning is gone. Uh, everything is beautifully meaningless, stunningly meaningless. Nothing needs any meaning whatsoever. Yeah, it's so immediate. Everything is so immediately. It's there and not there. It's nothing and everything. There's no room for meaning whatsoever. It's the person who gives meaning to things because that meaning is a, is a, an aspect of the the narrative of their life. And, and and what's being said here is you don't have a life. <laughs> you don't have a life and you never had a life. You never did have a life. You are life, you could say, in one way. I like the analogy of like there are different sort of bulbs, but electricity goes through all these different bulbs and they light up in different ways. The electricity gets captured and thinks it's the bulb and it can't see anything else. Yeah, in other words, yeah, you are you you take yourself to be the bulb, but sure, all it is is all you do ever are is the electricity. It's same with bodies. Like, I mean, you are not the blood and piss and spittle that's that, that's that's this lump of flesh, uh, but you think as you as a person, you think you are. You're actually just energy. That's it's just energy now that's lighting this up, and this this is all just energy. That's all there ever is. So on death, it's just. Energy, it's just nothing actually stops or ends, only the, it's, you could say it's real and unreal. The real part is the physical body uh, stops and deteriorates, doesn't function anymore. But you were never that anyway, because you are, what you actually are is nothing being everything, which is, so it's just an energetic shift. You could put it that way. Um, that is completely unknowable. And is to- anything that's unknowable is very, very scary to the person. And what, what death is really is your own absence which is what you're terrified of most. We're, we're afraid of our own absence and, and, and we're actually drawn, we're drawn to, we're yearning for our own absence and we're terrified of our own absence. It's that, is it a body identification? It's a sense of an eye. It's that the energy of feeling separate can do nothing but spin in a closed loop of being a separate person and it, Anything and lives in the known. It's all in the known. So anything outside the known is 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 ter- terrifying, and that that energy of being a separate person is terrified of absence because it's terrified of the end of the separate person. What you actually are is nothing being everything, which already knows there is no separate person, not knows in an intellectual way because it just knows because you are already that. And that sense of being separate, there's a yearning just for just to not be separate. And to not be separate is just your absence, which is just that there's only what's appeared to happen. So actually, that's what's been yearned for. No matter what it is, what way the search appears to be, uh, whether it's for the spiritual or the money or whatever, it, the yearning from this, as, re- as regards this communication, the yearning is only really for wholeness, which is for not being a separate person. 
So it's it's in that way that you're totally. Uh, that's what you're searching for is your absence, but you're uh, ter- totally terrified of it too. And um, what's terrified is that that feels separate. It's astounding that most people would, the person would think that they are the body. It's experienced differently, but um, some people feel behind the eyes, uh, very much in the head. Uh, you get a lot of heady people. They're very much up here and they feel like they're behind the eyes. Some people, especially pe- especially people who move a lot, who are really into movement, uh, they don't really feel as much up there. They kind of feel more embodied into the whole body, but they would still say that they feel separate, you know. But So it's a different for everyone. Um, there was, I, I read a, or I saw a piece on the vagina monologues. Did you ever see that play? It was quite big in America for a while. Um, I never actually saw the play, but uh, I'd heard about it. In diff- it was quite a successful one. And uh, it was uh, the, the, the woman who wrote it, um, felt so much like a person in her head and only in her head that she literally felt she was carrying her body around with her. And it was the most insane feeling. And she felt that that's what the vagina connection was, that she felt that she had this thing called a vagina, which she was taking. It was this disconnection she had with the body was so stark that that's what that play came out of. Now, someone's going to write in here and say, that's nonsense. It's not about that. That was my understanding of it. Well, maybe maybe it's probably strange for a man to be talking about the vagina monologue. But anyway, it could be. uh, Anyway, that's that. But it always struck me. What struck me about that was there's a lot of people who feel so much up here that they almost feel like they're carrying their body or they're not. You know, it's amazing. But essentially, that feeling of separation, it's not an idea. It's a cellular contracted sense that you're in the body and that you are looking out on life. And it's a really felt feeling like it very much is. So when this is when this is shared like this, what's shared is nothing to do with Kenneth, by the way. It's just a, it's just a from nothing. But when it's shared, it's remarkable, really. It's just it's totally energetic. It's completely energetic. And when it's heard, it just resonates with someone, not on an intellectual, like it can be engaged with intellectually. And many people engage with intellectually and they're just intellectually going back and forth. And even intellectually, it can it can actually bring a lot of uh, release, but that's not a goal of the message because they can be so kind of um, wound into concepts of how they are and how the world is that when you start, when there's a sharing and a discussion about them, they can be illuminated to be totally, total nonsense. Say Catholicism and if you're a, boy, a good boy you are a bad boy, you, you know, you go to heaven or you, you go to hell, you won't go to purgatory, they've scratched that. So, And all of these notions and concepts and then when you start to illuminate them, it's just, they can just totally fall away and it's so obvious that they're just nothing at all. And and so that can happen too, kind of an intellectual uh, understand. And there can some people... There's an understanding intellectually of what's been said, but it's still a, a, a still feeling like a separate person, understanding that they're not a separate person. And that's OK. That's just what appears to happen. And the other thing then, as I, as I kind of touched on, is that resonance that it's just totally indescribable. And you'd hear I'd hear from it more and more. You'd hear back from people. And it's always the same if you get talking to them in the sense that I can't describe what you were trying to describe. And what I've been listening to you for however length of time, and I, I, I cannot now 
use words to describe what you were trying to point, you were pointing at. And yet it's so, it's the most obvious thing that has ever been. It's just so obvious. And that's kind of at the heart of it. It's so obvious that there's no you, that there's only nothing being everything, that there's just this, that it's the, the energy of the person continually overlooks it and rejects it and wants it to be around the next corner. When I have that money, when I get that raise, when I when I get that house, when I get the bigger house, whatever it is, is this, you know, this sense in life of moving forward in hopeful anticipation of something and it's always around the next corner. And that's always... That is, that is the energy of this of separation. There are so many holes in the story of the person. One of the largest ones I saw was people thinking they were the body, absolutely thinking they were the body, yet they're looking for enlightenment and they don't know who they are. I mean, it's an absolute contradiction. I am the body, yet I'm looking for enlightenment to find out what I am. Yeah, I'm the body. Even that is screaming like doesn't even logically make sense, you know? <laughs> And enlightenment is, you could say enlightenment is the realization that there's nobody. So nobody gets enlightened then. The booby prize. But yeah. um, it, for people, it's it's treated like uh, enlightenment is it just, it's just another thing. It's like that experience they had when they went there. This, it's on the wish list. And, and I, it's funny because I see a lot of people now um taking the enlightenment thing and they're just it's another box they're ticking and they just get oh yeah yeah i totally went into that totally know what they're saying yeah uh that's it yeah i got that onto the next thing and it's hilarious it's like you haven't got a clue what you've not no realization what that actually but in in the spiritual world enlightenment is just it's just it's just a carrot for the person it's just more feeding of the person yeah there are so many pitfalls on this path as such and there's so you know it's it's uh, even myself, I I know that for fact. What's a true teaching or resonance or a person that can transmit this? Because it, here it seems that you can't really transmit it or speak about it if that space isn't there. No, it's not transmission. It's not tra- it's not a transmission. Uh, a transmission implies there's two different energies, and one energy transmits to another. Um, it's a sharing. It's simply a sharing from nothing. And if it's a clear message, it will literally come from nothing. And that's that's. It will no have no agenda whatsoever, and it will be a sense of boundlessness to it. And it might seem, or may seem, or is likely, uh, it's it, it's uh, it may seem very confronting, very confronting actually. Um, and so that's the communication. It just comes from nothing. It's more um, available now than it would have been before, but it's still very unpopular. Like it's not, the person does not like this at all. The person does not want to be told, the individual does not want to be told that this is it at all. It's This is horrendous, horrendous. You're essentially telling an individual there's no individual. So why would the individual want anything to do with that? You know, so essentially the individual runs runs a mile from it or else another way of running a mile from it is just to get involved with it and know it and understand it. It's kind of like know your enemy stuff, like getting close and turn it into something that it isn't. It's amazing how many people listen to what's been said and don't hear a word of it. They say it's the same as this other guy or blah, blah, blah. Um, And that's just how it is. That's just how it's appearing. Like the world as it appears more or less like tells you that you are a person from when you're a child, you have a life, you have choice. 
So you do something with that, like make something of your life and, and make the right choices and work hard. And it's all very sequential and linear and causal. Um, and it never goes questioned, really. It's it totally unquestioned, this sense of that, am I really, is, there is a me who has choice. Because to question that in, this, in the story is total insanity. It's crazy. Of course there's a you. Um, and there obviously isn't. That's, that's the amazing thing. It's so obvious that there isn't a you, that it's totally overlooked all the time. But it's interesting now how a lot of ma- mainstream even is picking up on aspects of this, like, for instance, the experiments in Germany, which showed that there's no choice that you add yourself to everything. So you lift your hand and then you add yourself uh, a split second later that I, I made the choice to reach, to lift my right hand as opposed to my left hand. That was me. And they've shown that there's literally just lifting the hand and then you add yourself. You do, you do that to everything. Now, where, where, like, there's loads of, interestingly enough, there's lots of books written on that too. And there's lots of people talking about it. And essentially what they do is they say, there's no choice, there's no you, and this is what you can do with that information. <laughs> this is how you can make that information work in your life. And it's hilarious to me because I've seen a few of them. Especially there was a cup. There's one American lady, and she spoke about these uh, German experiments as if she had discovered them, and nobody else had ever discovered them. And and she spoke about it, and she it was almost like a preparing of the audience. Get ready for this now. This is huge. And the and the interviewer was saying, "You're so courageous saying this. This is suicide in in the scientific field in your career, and you're so brave and courageous, and it's amazing." And then she says, "There's nobody." And then she then goes on to say how you can, what you can do that, what you can do with that information. <laughs> but if there's nobody who who could, who can do something with it? So in general, <clears throat> like it's funny how it's touching on, and I've seen that no free will thing is cropping up in all sorts of places. Um, although the general narrative in the world is, of course, you have free will. There's lots of holes coming in it now because you could open the, you could open the Sunday Times next week and there could literally be an article of, uh, there's no free will. Like it doesn't look like there's free will. It's falling apart. You know, it's it is a story. There is absolutely is no free will. Free will. I mean, it's a bit like if you have free will, try and wake up before you wake up. I mean, you can't. <laughs> you know. <laughs> you know? It's 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 nonsense. It's the sense that like, okay, I've got control. I don't have control over um, over pumping blood around my body and my my hormones and this and that but i have control over what i eat and where i go and what job i do and this like but it's very logical too it very much feels like you do have control like what when i talk about the sense of self i i as i think i said it earlier it's not an idea or anything it, it is a lived reality like for the person of feeling separate you really do feel separate and you feel in the body and and this is just a suggestion then to say that uh, you are actually there is actually nobody in there, you know. I always like the senses one that it's 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 there's sound. Everything that's pouring through the senses, there's sound, there's um, there's touch, there's smell, there's uh, there's say let's say there's emotions and thoughts. Let's include them, um, you know, all the different senses, uh, and literally you they're almost pouring through this filter of you. So you feel I'm hearing, I'm speaking, I'm sitting on the chair, I'm smelling, I'm me, me. 
but it's very simple. There's just hearing. There's just talking. There's just there's. It's so immediate. There's obviously no you there. It's amazing. It's stunning. It's absolutely amazing when this can be just be heard, and it's so obvious. Then it's just like oh, <laughs> it's it's a non-happening. It it can't be. It can't be a happening because if it was a happening, there'd be someone getting something, wouldn't there? There's no no one to get there. This is this is totally different to everything else people have heard in their lives um, about because it always involves you getting somewhere either through knowing something and learning how to do or doing something. It all it's a sequential you did it, 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 it and this is totally different. This really catches people. Really, it, 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 when it's heard, it's like oh oh. <laughs> <laughs> It's just this. It's very simple. And I think it's, it's it's amazing to me that what's looked for appears to hide by just being everything. It's like it's total genius, really, when you think of it, to hide in plain sight. If that was God and it was something, be hell, wouldn't it? I mean, life is so free. That if what was energy, God? That, if yeah. it was something, there would be hell. Yeah. I mean, imagine <laughs> if it was something. This couldn't, this couldn't actually happen if it was something. I don't think it, I'm just I'm just putting I'm just putting it just doesn't it doesn't it doesn't even stack, stack up, up logically yeah, it doesn't even that's stack what I mean, up log- yeah. logically that there's a but you see what people do then is if the God thing doesn't stack up logically like okay so there's this separate God who created he or she created everything and that kind of starts to fall apart then it just gets put up bigger to oh there's the universe so the universe then becomes used as another, it's like a bigger God. There's actually no bigger anything or smaller anything. There's no other. There's no other. There's simply energy. That's all there is. There's simply energy and it's totally unknowable. Uh, it's it's everything being nothing and nothing being everything. And it's stunning. It's just always new. It's completely new. Kenneth, you, you've, you have a book coming out in talks as well. Tell us about those. I have a book that's kind of stalled to nobody's fault but my own. Although there's any, there's there's, there's nobody. But uh, it's I don't know. I I felt for years that the communication more most effervescent in uh, sharing. Just uh, whether now it's Zoom, obviously the way things are, but in meetings and I never I just book the book. Um, it, it, it might come out in the next six months, but I can't put a huge amount of, you know, kind of, oh, buy the book. <laughs> I don't, I don't, you know, books are just books, you know, I just whatever. I think even, I think watching a YouTube video conveys this a lot clearer. Um, but yeah, there may be a book. Hopefully there'll be a book. Hopefully in the sense of there's nothing to hope for, but yeah, there'll either be a book or there won't. Um, the talks, it's really more in the talks. So for me, it's been more in like, I met you at that meeting I'd been having meetings, you know, I'd had meetings in the UK, um, a couple of small meetings in America and um, a few around Ireland since the, since the meet, I did a residential last year, um, not last year, the year before in Clare in Estimon. And it was great. Uh, it was a four or five day residential. It was really, and I was planning on a couple of them, say last year, 20, and then all that hit. So then it all kind of moved to Zoom. And so that's where it's been, uh, communicated a, a Sunday night meeting on Zoom and then some virtual retreats, which uh, vary from kind of a half day thing to a two day kind of virtual thing. And um, yeah, it's 
great. It's it's uh, it's really it's a lot of interest and yeah. We've reached the end of the show, uh, Kenneth. Oh, there you go. It's amazing how you could talk about this. Even I was thinking the reason the reason I could talk about it is because I'm not talking about it. Like I can literally have a meeting where it starts in the morning and it goes all morning, all afternoon. And my wife would come home and how did it go? Are you not tired? I said, no, I'm not a bit tired. I could talk for another two hours about it because I'm not talking about it. It's just from it's directly from nothing. It's absolutely stunning. It is stunning. I'm stunned by it as much as I was when when it was first seen. It's absolutely amazing. Yeah. Very simple and ordinary. Like I know I was talking about Zoom meetings and you were asking about the book, the book that the drawn out book that never seems to get written. But I mean, what's been suggested in this podcast is ridiculously ordinary. It's just already the case. It doesn't it doesn't involve any kind of podcasts or meetings or I mean if they're draw if there's a draw to them and they're happening there's a clear communication fair enough but it's literally having a cup of tea driving your car it's it's in, it's inescapable put it that way it's totally inescapable that all there is is already is nothing mean everything and there's no separation whatsoever Kenneth thank you for joining us thanks a million John lovely to speak to you yeah and we hope to see you soon okay Thank you for joining us on our podcast and we very much hope you enjoyed us. If you did, please subscribe for more on your chosen platform. And also, if you'd like to keep in contact, please hit us up on social media. So folks, until next time, please take care and we hope you join us soon.